Hey Siri, what is the weather in Cancun right now? It's currently partly cloudy and 82 degrees in Cancun, Mexico. <sighs> Doesn't wow. it feel great out here, Jeff? It's beautiful. Doesn't it? I know you did not get the opportunity to uh, get the same invite that I did. I think I did not get a chance to, well, not even I think, I did not get the chance to tell you. And I have to be completely honest with you this week on RSPN. First right. off, let's start with welcome everybody, uh, welcoming everybody to another wonderful week in the world of the Alpha Sports. This yeah, yeah, is yeah. episode 30 of RSPN. Yep, yep. He is Jeff. I am Mark. We have a very special guest this week, Chris Mack, in with us because... There's just a different energy in Atlanta that we have to discuss this week. But me, yes, sir. I have been very protected by not only the NBA front office this week, but from my good buddy, my good partner, Adam Silver. Adam, I'd like to start off by thanking you. You have sent me a nice uh, after after last week. Things things were fairly things were fairly difficult last week, I must say. But it's all water under the bridge, or uh, I should say, water on the beach. You have sent me where a lot of fans are right now. There are some Knicks fans out here, some Celtics fans, some Knicks players, some Celtics players, some Grizzlies players, some Mavericks players, some Blazers players, some Blazers fans, some Mavericks fans, and some of the defending NBA champion Los Angeles Lakers. Wow. Wow. Okay. How'd they get here? But it's feeling... Uh, it's it's that's a good question, Jeff. I think that is a good question. But it is feeling it is feeling nice out here. I did not mention the New York Knicks because you know what? We have so many things to thank the New York Knicks for this week. Mark, Mark what's wrong, what's going on with you, man? Why, why would I? What do you mean? What, what do you mean? What's wrong with me? We don't we don't we don't need chaotics this week. We don't need uh, chaotics this week. Why everything, not, bro? Everything is everything is copious. Do you hear? Do you hear the calms of these beaches? Everything. What the hell is that? What the hell is that? Hey, how dare you? How dare you put the brood theme over my beach right now? And hey, stop! Stop! You want negativity? You want negativity? No, stop! Stop it! There will be no negativity this week. I'm good. I try, y'all. What did you say? I think. I think Jeff. I think Jeff had said there has been a message from one of our bigger Knicks fans. Through the RSPN family, Jeff, what was it that you said? Meals messaged to me this week. <laughs> what you mean? I, I don't want to. You know, that's it's kind of private, man. No, I think no. Is, is 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 it is it private? Is it private? I don't know. Um, you know, man. Uh, Mills wants you to know, like, if you're trying to put the Knicks on the couch, because I've seen I've seen the, I've seen the gifts. I've seen the, the Homer Simpson, the Homer Simpson gifts past week. I'm sure he's seen it as well. Which is why he texted me this. So if you're trying to put the Knicks on the couch. Let him know that the teams who didn't get swept are sitting on a totally different couch. Oh wow! Are they though? I think the it's couch, the same the first couches. round. I think it's the same first round couch. Yo, it's the same first round couch. Okay. But you know, there's so many things to be thankful about the New York Knicks for because you and I, officially, Chris, I'd like to make sure that everybody knows that Jeff and I are now officially two-time award-winning yeah, podcasters because I'm of the New so York excited, Knicks. Man. All right. Out the Knicks. Knicks, we love y'all. Can't wait to see you next season. Can't wait to see the deal you guys give Julius Randle. Um, I'm excited to see what you guys do next season. Both of the yeah, awards yeah, are yeah. literally on my left and my right right now on this beachfront. The most improved I, I player of the award. year. Can I have that one? Give me that one. Let me, let me take that. You want the MIP? Okay, we'll pass. We'll pass Jeff the MIP. I will take the coach of the year yeah. that came from Tom Thibodeau that was just announced 
last night or around the evening before the games uh, actually I, started I last night. I'd rather stay away from that one. I'd rather stay away from that one. But. You'd like to stay uh, away yeah. from Tom Thibodeau? I know my name's on it. You have such rich history here. I know my name's on it as well. But You have I'll, such rich history I'll, with Tom I'll Thibodeau. Hold, I'll hold this one right here. <laughs> okay, so you will hold the most improved player. I'll make sure to, 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 that that is back with you out in Atlanta. Knicks. Uh, yeah, it belongs to it belongs to Atlanta anyway because for some reason they stole all Julius Randle talent in the first mm. round. Jesus Christ! Wow, all right, that's a good point. <laughs> but I thought I thought Atlanta fans. Well, uh, well, first first things first. Let's we can we, we can even talk about. Let me, actually, let me walk away from my from my beachfront here, uh, one second. Let me just move away from here. I thought that Atlanta fans would have wanted the Coach of the Year trophy a little bit more, just off the fact that they beat the New York Knicks, but more um, so that Nate McMillan has pretty much won his first playoff series in about, what, 16 years? I mean, that that, that's, that is, I mean, it would be the serving for Nate, but we got to also consider the fact that he came in late into the season, and Monty Williams uh, is really more deserving of having um, the Coach of the Year, uh, leading the Phoenix Suns to the second seed. Mm-hmm. And just seeing the work that they put in even now uh, with the performance in the playoffs, you know, I thought he was a shoe in straight up because uh, he was well, voted among his peers just to be the coach of the year. But, you know, tips is also really good. You know, there is no denying that because he got the most out of a, you know, a pretty average New York Knicks roster. Um, sure. Uh, yeah. You know, he, he helped shape Julius Randle into, you know, an all NBA talent. And which led him to winning the um, most improved player. Uh, had the balls to go, well, not really the balls, because he loves Derek. So he brought Derek Rose back. Um, so wherever uh, he goes, Derek comes. And, and you reshaped the whole, you know, flow of that team, you know, from recharged their second unit, uh, got Obi Toppin into form. Uh, he, did, he did a lot, you know, uh, with that and what that team overachieved made them into a top five defense of the season. And it just fell apart in the first round. Um, <laughs> but, you know, he uh, he was like number two for me, but Monty Williams was, he was um, my um, coach. Monty's man. Monty has had uh, unfortunate things happen in his career yeah. for, for a while now when he's really been a great coach every time. It's just the situation hasn't been right. And I'm actually glad he got the opportunity in Phoenix. Um, because I, I wanted to see him coach. I mean, I, I thought he was pretty good in New Orleans, but they didn't structure the game properly around him, and there was issues. Yeah. So uh, he has the keys fully in Phoenix. Obviously, the Chris Paul edition was beautiful. You could tell the guys are playing for him. But uh, look, coaching aside, to me, Monty Williams is the, is you know he's coach of the year. I'm with you, Chris. But Devin Booker has taken things to like a whole new level as far as just being an absolute killer. So. You know, I I think like it it definitely when we're talking about coaching, you know, Tibbs is look if the Knicks weren't the Knicks, Monty Williams would win this award. I truly believe that. Um, yeah, I, I, that's but, for sure. But I but I get it. Like I'm not trying to take it away from him. Like he he does he does deserve it in his own right as well. I, nobody came into this season thinking the Knicks were going to be where they were, uh, regardless of you know Monty getting them to the second seed. I, I still wouldn't have thought the Knicks were going to be where they were. So. I have to kind of oh, yeah. give respect where respect's due. And um yeah, shout out to Knicks, man. You take that award. Yeah, do you think Atlanta sees him do you think Atlanta sees himself in the in the same way as far as beating a whole lot of expectations and doing it well well technically they have done it a little bit more than New York has just in the fact that they are know, on, into the second round and are pretty much a, 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 
surprising a decent amount of people outside of Atlanta. Obviously, everybody oh, in Atlanta are not surprised at all because they yeah. watched this throughout the entire season. But those that say. have not been tapped into hot games are are fairly interested in what they can do against Philadelphia, a number one seed in the East. Yeah, I was gonna say, man, like the Hawks, they had it though. Like if you if you look at it, even starting the season after their after mm-hmm. their off season, it looked like they had something going. You could have kind of scouted yeah. that things were headed in the right direction from uh, the bench perspective. You could kind of see that there was something there from the young players. Obviously, Trey's growth. You know, you could just see that there was more there to me than the Knicks situation. I said it last week um, when we were still kind of in in the in the middle of excuse me um, in the middle of that that round. You know, I think. The Knicks hype was is obviously huge because Knicks they have a crazy fan base and uh, Julius Randle had an amazing regular season, um, but uh, you know the Hawks have had the better team for an all season. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just talking like I'm talking about from a roster perspective. You know, they've had the better the better basketball team, um, the better bench. If you want to say you know Tiz is the better coach, so be it, but. Those guys went in. Trey went in. He went to Madison Square Garden. Madison Square Garden is kind of like mm-hmm. it's one a of hard one playoff of the, place in general. Despite well, no, there not yeah. being much there within the past twenty it's years, not, still a hard right. playoff place to but play. It's a, a catch twenty two for those guys because yeah. nine nine times out of ten, star players love to go off there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They love it. They don't really. It doesn't really matter as far as like. I, it, it's almost like it almost negates home field advantage, like home court advantage for some of these star players because. They go there, they love the energy, and they also love to shut the crowd up. And that's kind of what happened, I think, with Trey. He kind of just put the shit on his back. Not that I mean, it was annihilated him. Yeah, he, would not, he annihilated him. He embarrassed him. Um, and uh, that's probably a moment that he's always going to feel comfortable going in there and, and doing. You know, and pl- that happens a lot. Like, happens even in, in college hoops where teams go into the garden and handle business, especially if it's a specific player is from that area or something like that. I mean, we've seen it time after time, but I don't know, man. The Knicks wet the bed as far as I'm concerned. Julius Randle, uh, he completely let the team down. Uh, I think the reason why they really couldn't get anything right was because of him. Um, although, I will say Tibbs got outcoached. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, you can, if you can't see that, um, then you're just being really, really biased because I, I don't see – if you watch that game, I mean, it was just – yeah, just to follow up with you, um, Jeff, what the yeah, coach, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, the Hawks, you know, they actually met their expectations coming into the season, and it was you know expedited, you know, with um, Nate McMillan replacing Lloyd Pierce. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, everyone sees McMillan, you know, as this um defensive minded coach, you know, a specialist in that that you know that will lead their teams into you know top of the ranking, which yeah. he actually did for Atlanta, you know after the all-star break but you know what impressed me most is seeing how much he could improve teams offensively and with Atlanta they're just moving the ball constantly and you know Bogdan Badanovic just got into groove again he he because he started off awful yeah we weren't sure we weren't sure if it was the right move yeah yeah yeah. because some of these moves were not panning out at first you know Badanovic is out for a good chunk of the start season Gallinari was in and out with the rotation. Um, and, and, you know, you know, Chris Dunn was hurt, so he never really got to play. And you know, yeah. Rondo, you know, he, he's Rashawn Rondo until the playoffs come around. Yeah, and you know, you things are just looking wrong. rough. 
and Lloyd Pierce in general did not help matters at all because uh, he would throw his he throw his players under the bus, especially if they you know either lose leads late or um, you know uh, he's not making the proper rotations late into the game, mm-hmm. and eventually you know it was all going to come to a head. Like the players did not want to play with that guy, and you know you know he could be you know you know a great you know man you know helping in the community here in Atlanta as well. But as far as, you know, him being a coach, you know, he just wasn't good at it. And, you know, he might just need to change the scenery. You know, I hope he does get that Boston job, if that is all true. But, uh, you know, the, the Hawks were due to be better with McMillan and held in yeah. charge. You know, he just wasn't the right man at the time. Yeah. And yeah. He's, 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 he is, I feel like he is still a playoff caliber coach, despite his shortcomings earlier in, with the Pacers and the Trailblazers. But uh, like he's working wonders there in Atlanta, and I you know and you know he's going to be there for the long term. And in a lock Trey and in a lock Wendovich and the rest of that Hawks offense, and what they did to Philadelphia on Sunday was a testament to that. It was, it was because they still they still got gas in them. See, that's my thing. I I was tripping off like they look comfortable. They don't even. They look like they still have energy. They look like they still want it. You know, no slouching. They're like a perfect example of like when you first start your uh, like your association mode, and mm-hmm. chemistry is like seventy two. You know, <laughs> and you're bright eyed and you're ready <laughs> yeah. to get to work. Yeah, you losing you losing games, and you're like, why am I losing games? Struggling. I got I got this player, this player, and then like you, you start winning some, and you see it move up to eighty percent. Chemistry's high as hell. Yeah, I mean you're right. Players Hanging they out weren't with teammates. Yeah, some of those moves looked a little strange. Things weren't in place. I think everybody kind of found their place. Um, and here we are, you know. So I, as far as where we are in the playoffs right now, um, I actually plan on trying to get to some of these Hawks games before it's all said and done. But uh, I think they have a really good chance uh, to, to, you know, keep winning games. I mean, they're going to eventually run into a wall if if what I feel is true, which is obviously going to be Brooklyn. Um, but that's a whole other conversation. Uh, yeah. But I think, man, I think they have, I think they have good good opportunity in front of them, honestly. Uh, it, the Knicks shit, man, I really didn't see the Knicks coming out of that regardless. I really didn't. The series could have went all the way. And I still, I still, man, I don't know, bro. The Knicks were really fun to watch in the regular season. It was very unexpected, but something. I'd love to see Atlanta residents. I'd love to see Atlanta residents foam at the mouth of, of giving New York City a whole bunch of bars. So last week was fairly entertaining. Will it be the same against? Uh, will it be the same bars against Philadelphia? I don't know if that's going to happen. We'll have an opportunity to see if it continues tonight at seven thirty between the Hawks and the 76ers. Hey, but man. look, bro, the Hawks are going to beat the Sixers, bro. Tonight, tonight, or the entire series? Would you they're like to put gonna, it? Would you like to put gonna, it on the line gonna, that the Hawks are going to beat the 76ers? Hawks are win this series, bro. Wow. Okay. Okay. Awesome. We don't. We don't. We don't do a lot of. We oh, don't do a lot of prediction really episodes. We really don't. We really don't. Uh, I feel also feel like that's dependent on the health of Embiid as well. Of course, uh, of course, but I mean, know. I have to put that in play though. I mean, no matter what, even even him not being a hundred percent, dude, he can come in seventy percent and it still affect him. I'm not, you know, that is, yeah. I put that in consideration, saying that for sure. You know what I mean? So, but hey, bro, they're different, man. When it's different, man. But you know, I I feel like you know Philly. Uh, the Hawks in general, they're, they're going to be prepared for that full court press that you know the Sixers are trying to do now, um, and they're going to find themselves to work their way around it. If they do, and their shots are still clicking, and they're still taking and making, and you know they still get their health underway. I know um, DeAndre Hunter is struggling with uh, some knee problems right now, 
uh, if they can still keep themselves healthy, yeah, they have a real shot of you know taking the Sixers down. Because I don't see them losing at home either. I don't see the Hawks yeah, losing. Bro, I can't see it, bro. I can't see it, and it just doesn't. Just, just man, if you can go back and just watch some of those, just watch a quarter or two of some of these games against the Knicks. I mean, obviously the Knicks are you know Philly is a different beast, a different monster, a different seed. But I mean, even the, even the game one, come on, bro. I know y'all saw it. But even in the Knicks yeah, series, man. it was loud in State Farm Arena. Like, has yeah. the vibe has the vibe been different just from a basketball perspective out in Atlanta since the past, let's say, week and a half? Because bro, Hawks fans have been bragging about yeah. this team literally yes. the entire we a, season. We have a superstar, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. We finally, finally got, got finally got a star here, man. I remember man, like the, the odds of uh, the odds of getting Luca. Like, it, look, the situation unfolded because once you give a specific team. Uh, like a superstar, you know, you have a guy, one that you know will give 40 to anybody. It's tough. You know, when you get one, you're happy about it. You feel it. And when they're consistent and they actually work out, fans show up because they actually feel like they have a chance to win games. It's tough. Like, even if you have a bunch of good players, you know, maybe one is not, maybe you don't have one guy that's just like upper echelon, like, you know, superstar. Yeah. Maybe he's just, maybe he's, a, you know, he's, a, he's an all-star, but he's just not what you're look we they have one now it's mm-hmm. different it, it feels is, different they'll be able to get real. free agents now it's real you know it's absolutely. very real like yeah like well as jeff said man the free agency market is going to be uh it's going to be a whirlwind man um you know because the hawks like, they, like trey young is special yeah like really special he's, and, he's with he's with them boys for sure and it's the front office got they have some real good um decisions they have some real decisions to make um concerning john collins his potential contract coming up. They do. They do. Uh, the, the, you know, Cam Reddish and Kevin Herter, you know, two guys that, well, in, in Herter's case, he's been really good this season. Uh, mm-hmm. Made a, a solid leap, you know, coming off the bench. Uh, and he's just been just a flamethrower from three. And Cam Reddish, you know, he also showed some flashes this season before he um, was sitting out with Achilles injury. Yeah, yeah, but he, he's uh, he's but doing uh, he's full a participation in, in, in practice this week, though. Yeah, yeah, he's been yeah. Yeah, he's been participating, but he's, he's still 21. got value. He's twenty one. He's six yeah. eight. Yeah, he's he got it's value. Still, it's still there for him. So, yeah. th- so there's like they can make some moves to bring in some more talent, some more stars in, uh, just some high level. I would say some high level playoff talent, some veterans, grown men. That could even elevate Atlanta's chances further, and you know, and Trey, man, he trusts his guys, so he's going to, you know, continue to elevate his game, and you know, the players are going to be playing for him, and they're going to be playing for Nate as well. So they're in so much better shape than you know what I could say what Washington's look like right now, and that's all due to you know some real tough choices that they had to make in the middle of the season. That's the thing that excites me the most. Look at those three names that we just named. Luka Doncic is 21. Mm-hmm. Trey yeah. Young is 22 years oh, old. Yeah, yeah. Y'all ready to say it, man? You heard you heard Kevin Durant talk about it last week on, on the et cetera's with Eddie last week. Jason Tatum, to have the amount of playoff experience that he has, again, minutes away from a minutes away from the NBA finals against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Multiple playoff series. You made another conference finals after that. You are 23 years of age. Yeah. Seven years away from what people consider your other half or your 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 lower half of your career. 
and it's seven years away for Jason Tatum. I think that's the thing that ends up exciting me the most about these names that are being put on pedestals this week because you see so much of the ugly side of it, of people bringing up ratings due to the fact that Steph Curry isn't here, LeBron James isn't here, the Lakers aren't here. And there's so much better things to talk about throughout these this NBA playoffs than who is not going to be here and how it's our first NBA finals in the past 20 plus years to not have a Heat and a Spur and a Laker. It's it's damaging. No, it is. It is damaging. One, you got to get over it. Two, three. These niggas is old. Yeah, right. they're gonna be here forever, man. They're not Respectfully speaking, these niggas is old. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I mean, they're you know, I mean, come on, that I, that goes without saying. But, <laughs> but dog, like, what are we talking about? If anything, people should be excited because we get a preview of what the league's gonna be in, in five years. You know, this is important. Watching Ja, you know, do what he do and take his game to the next level for Memphis is important to the league. You know, Luca, although they couldn't finish the job, I mean, man, Luca is he, he was come marvelous. On, He's, he's just, I mean, every time you watch him play, he does what he wants to do. You know, it, I, I mean, I think it's incredible. I think this next generation uh, coming up is is just, they really the ones. I mean, they're just going to keep getting more talented. We know that. We still got to see, and we still you know, got more kids man We still got to see Zion. There's still some guys yeah. that, you know, we didn't even get a chance to like. Mello. Mello, man. Like, yeah, yeah, legit. He's legit guys right here who are probably going to be superstars. Shit, um, even De'Aaron Fox. Goddamn. There's, yeah, a, there's yeah, a lot yeah, of great there. talent here, hey, like, in the league. Jason Tatum got to get out of there, though. I need him to get out of there. Jalen Brown, too. Yeah. Well, Jalen, I think, is a wrap now that, now that Brad is upstairs. Yeah. But that's a whole other story. But I, I, I think I think Jason Tatum got to get out of there for sure. Like, I don't know what they can do to make that team better. I, I really don't. Because I can't imagine Kimba staying on that team. No. You know, I just don't see it. I think Jalen is going to find his way out. Marcus know, Smart, man. too. Marcus right. Smart, like, you know, there's a, you can only be, a, you know, average for so long. And I don't mean the Celtics. I mean, like, some of the players that they decide to put yeah. their money on. Um, so we'll see what happens with them. But, yeah, man, this Jason Tatum, it seems like he's, like, 27. That's just what I'm saying. It, feel, it feels yeah, like you've seen him for 10-plus years, and he's 23 yeah, yeah, yeah. years old. Just got just off his game, uh, it's kind of – it is very, very nuts to, like, even think about that type of shit. But these guys are, are still, like, their kids, you know, <laughs> all due respect. You know, like, they, they got a lot going on. So, I mean, hey, man, we're going we gonna to see what's happening. I love seeing the Hawks. I'm, I'm going to try to get to the game, Chris, honestly. Oh, um, yeah, man, it, it's it's all it. it's just great, bro. Like I had I had a great time, you know, watching them against the Knicks, and like the energy, the energy's real, bro. Like the crowd was very into it. Like it was the loudest I've ever heard them for sure. Um, in a, in a playoff environment, if you can, uh, God, some of them seats been sold out already. Like you trying to sit next to Mariah the Scientist right now? Uh, in the no, two hundred section, she, she, I think she she's in there. next to me. <laughs> is he too? Wow! Why would you say? Why would you slay her in two hundred section hey, seats? She gonna hey, sit hey, next to hey, me. Hey, no, because I'm, I'm trying she to sit next to, to me. Hey, seats. can I cut just Mike? No, you can't because that's part of what's gonna happen. I'm gonna hey, sit down hey, and take Jeff, a selfie. Hey Jeff, man, you gotta watch out though. I think she's uh, I think she's talking to Brandon Goodwin on um on the Hawks roster, man. Wow! Is that Chris? Where did you get that? Where did you get that, Chris? I can definitely outdo. Hey, no, I'm not worried about that, bro. Listen, hey, you just gotta just follow his account. He be uh, tweeting her lyrics and shit. What? Look at look at Chris with the media takeout tea. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> eh, please. 
How do I know when Brett <laughs> Jeff, Jeff is Brett, Jeff is Brandon Goodwin? You know that Westbrook video? Oh, he's like, who's that? Who's that? Who is he? Nah, bro. Brandon Goodwin. Come on, bro. He's from he's from Norcross, man. Get out of here, bro. <laughs> what does that mean? No comment. What you have to you have, <laughs> people, people need to know what does that for those that are not in the vicinity of Atlanta, Georgia, they need to know what that means he, because he, he, he wears he wears number zero. It's in Gwinnett County. That's all you, you need to know, man. He, he Gwinnett County. Oh, so he's in the Migos area. Damn. Shout out to Culture 3 dropping this Friday. Y'all, no, this is no, a no, big, no, no, this no, no, big no. week for no, Atlanta. No, 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 you have to understand Culture 3 is this Friday. Is, it's just, it's big, big, Culture 3 is this Friday. Only thing, I mean, only thing that's coming out is, damn, yeah, man, that's a shame. Claro dropped Friday. They about to get swept up. They <laughs> about to get cooked, bro. Put them under the rug. Wait, a whole, a whole album battles, of Claro's bro. coming Friday? Nah, nah, nah. Oh, that. I'm about to say. Oh, yeah, they've definitely been destroyed. Claro, Claro yeah. single come out on Friday. But that's okay. Um, shout out, Migos. That cover yeah. is, yeah, it's ugly. But, you know, hey, the, the single's been hard, though, so I can't, you know. Yeah, I guess. Let me read this to y'all for those who are still cautious about what they're going to watch for the remainder of this NBA playoffs because I don't know how people are doing this per Larry Brown sports on Sunday the Mavericks has lost game seven to the redacteds ensuring that the new NBA champion will break a title drought of at least 38 years the Philadelphia 76ers who last won a title in 1983 have the most recent title of the team still standing the Milwaukee Mm. Bucks last won in 1971 while the Atlanta Hawks franchise's most recent title came in 1958 when the team was still based in St. Louis the other five remaining teams the Nuggets Redacteds Suns Nets and the Jazz have never won an NBA championship how is this viewed as negative I don't know I don't know. People, people, they miss LeBron. They miss the Lakers. They'd be complaining know? about how they, you know, the same teams get in the finals every year. Yes. There's no, there's no uh, parody. There's Bro. no, you know, that, you know, diversity within the champions. But by, but by the time we get to that point, they complain that the, you know, the ratings are low yeah. and that, you know, no one wants to see this and, you know, there's no big markets, you know, and all that stupid bullshit. But we're getting some good ass basketball here, man. man. We're watching Brooklyn up by like 40. 47. <laughs> Are they up for- Holy shit, they're up 40 <laughs> points. Come on, bro. I mean, what are we really saying? Like, is this not entertaining to you? Points, listen, yo, they're listen, up listen, 40 listen, points on the Bucks right now. Listen, bro, listen, bro. I'm telling you right now, at a certain point, they were up, With they were up 47. They were up 47 at the highest point, bro. A forty-nine point lead. I'm sorry, a forty-nine point lead about eight minutes ago. Yeah, what they're, they're what kicking the shit out of this. Is not what y'all stuff. want? I tried. I, I, I mean, I'm not even going to say try because I hate. I hate to be the. I hate, hate, hate to be the told y'all so guy. But it was a. It was a point that I wanted to bring <laughs> up last week. As many people said, the Heat are not a good team and are bad. Don't have what it takes to be able to do what they did last year, overachieved. When the Bucks swept a bad team, I wanted people to put into perspective what the Miami Heat were because after the Bucks swept the Heat, it was complete impressions. Huge eyes got bigger and said, man, the Milwaukee Bucks sure know what they are doing. It's a crazy offensive team, oh, defensive man. team, and they're going to go far. And now you put them against the Brooklyn Nets. And they are down forty points. To be fair, wow. I will say, I, I really don't. I said this before we got on here. Like, I don't. I'm not sure who's beating Brooklyn. Like in a series, you know, this is without Harden as well. Um, yeah, which is for those that don't know. But this is without Harden. I'm not sure who can really beat them. 
but still, you're coming. I mean, you're a very defensive team. There's no reason that you should be down 49 points at any point. Period. That's what they brought in Drew Holiday and PJ Tucker for. Yeah, yeah, no, that's exactly why they're there. Exactly and Drew Holiday, they're big, big change at the point guard, and yet it's still not uh, enough for for Brooklyn. At least it was I good to, to beat Miami after being angry last year, but it's not doing anything right now. Yeah, I, I love Drew, you know, but maybe what they're asking him to do in this situation is a little over overwhelming, you know. And this again, this is still without Harden. I think this team is overwhelming without any one of those guys can be out at a time, including KD. Although KD is maybe the best player in the world right right now, but mm-hmm. Which is, man, I, real quick, I'm sorry. I'm, I got off track even saying that, bro. I, I threw myself off. This nigga really came back from this injury. and He's better. But anyways. Yes. Yeah. I just wanted to say, I just want to say that real quick. Uh, for real, for real. That's straight blessings. But, you know, I, I do feel like they are just, they're on, a, they're on a different level. Any one of these guys can miss a game and you can still really get blown out. And that's a, that's a special situation, especially because these guys are probably going to continue to play with each other for a while and they yeah. may get better. Uh, yeah, it's kind of nerve wracking a little bit actually for the for the East, and they could potentially grab two or three more players out of their prime within the next mm-hmm. few years. I know, I know. Yeah, That's scary, bro. Like it's a, it's crazy to see. Like it's like um, you know, we always wonder how this is going to look, and had questions on you know if there was a you know one ball for all three of these guys and how their defense are going to hold up, but. Like when the, the lights are bright and the game is on, man, there's really not much you can do to stop, you know, Durant and Irvin and James whenever he is healthy. Um, it's they, they just continue to put on a show, and they so far these first two games they've been dazzling Barclays. And uh, I don't know, man. Hey man, they make sweat, are kind bro. of get fired. He's done. They make it. They make it sweat, bro. <laughs> You gotta, you, booty holders gotta, gotta get fired. Booty you gotta, you gotta get fired in the series. He said booty holder. Yeah, I, you know what? I'll go with that too. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you, know? you know what? I didn't no, no, know no. we could slander the Bucks so so deep tonight until nah, listen, until listen, until listen. I heard that booty holder is the booty holder. Yo, they, they make it. They make it swept. Joseph, sorry, they make it swept. for real, man. Like because he's that like the really booty holder and and the Bucks. Like they're going back to the old tricks. Or really much of not doing shit, or adjusting. You know, midway through the series, like when the, you know the going gets tough. It happened with Toronto. It happened with Miami last season. It's like they saved up everything just to beat Miami this year and have nothing prepared for Brooklyn or Philly or potentially Atlanta down the stretch. So yeah, it's it's, it's looking rough. It's looking rough for these guys because they don't know what to do. To know that that first round was their NBA Finals is hilarious mm-hmm. to me. <laughs> you know, in some ways, you do feel vindicated for this mark, bro, because like they 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 saved up all them bullets for that one series. You know, Jimmy didn't get off the good foot at all. You know, everyone was looking bad, and yet, like even if y'all would have got past them, it would have probably been the same result. But man, I would have been very scared. Of, I would have been very scared of Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all would have got smashed too. But that's okay. Blake Griffin's right? looking fucking tremendous in this series, man. <laughs> well, yeah, Blake, Blake's he's only doing what they're asking him to do. He doesn't have to worry about carrying no major weight. I had a I had a conversation with one of my boys, shout out to Shaq this weekend, that we were talking about 
not only how the Western Conference has changed, we're going to get to how the Western Conference has changed, not only just from what we're going to see in this in this semifinals going into their Western Conference final, but also from a coaching perspective, because coaching is going to be a huge theme uh, this week. There's a lot of names that are going to be on the line, I think, as time comes. But we talked about what Brooklyn has the opportunity to see if they end up steamrolling through the remainder of this series. And he was very interested in seeing Brooklyn versus Atlanta just based on their regular season. And he told me, you know what? Maybe it's a good idea that you watch back what happened at the end of January in that overtime game between Brooklyn and Atlanta. Granted, they looked a whole lot different than they they do now, both teams essentially. But Brooklyn and Atlanta end up playing three games this past season that could end up making for a very interesting conference finals if we end up seeing that. If anybody wants to join me with that, I believe all three of them should still be archived on League Pass. But the one that I do want to watch the most is that overtime game that happened, I believe, on January 27th. The the series still is not over yet. We can still see 100 percent could still see Brooklyn versus Philadelphia. But seeing that Atlanta attitude versus what is going on in Brooklyn and what they are determined to do to make their finals appearance is going to be something that is highly interesting if that ends up happening. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. it's it's, it's, it's box office right there. You know, again, you know, this is what the league should want. You know, this is what the fans of basketball, fans of the NBA should want, you know, to see, you know, a rising young team. And, you know, a new star being boring against, you know, established veterans that are looking to take over, you know, the entire Eastern Conference, looking to take over the league and, and you know, and reshape the face of New York basketball, so to speak. So it's just like we get some new stories here and some new rivalries and some new developments and, you know, just new new creativity and, and a lot of exciting action. And, you know, it's something that we should be for something we should be proud of and something we should be happy to watch so let's take a quick break and come back we're gonna get to i want to talk i want to talk more coaches there's just so many names let's get to let's get to that once we take a quick <laughs> break so stay tuned it's rsp on the elite media group we'll be back after this nigga mouth beat these niggas by 40 cotton man. mouth and shit they suck bro they, they really <laughs> might get bro. Niggas fucking suck they gotta do something about that shit these niggas fucking suck. I, I actually do have to do this for. I have to do have to do seven of these for Amp, but I really should do these for the Bucks. I promised Amp for the uh, defeat of the Los Angeles Lakers. I'd give him seven more of these. So let's start. <laughs> nice. Anything that you guys like to say? Um, uh, Lakers yeah. are. Not. They gotta, they gotta get rid of a lot of those guys, man. Yeah, they, they gotta change it up, man. Yeah, they gotta get rid of. They, a lot got, of those. they gotta get Kyle Lowry. Gotta get Kyle Lowry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the motherfuckers should have got Kyle Lowry right at the nice. deadline. You guys should have did too. You probably would have changed your forces against Milwaukee. Uh, but you know, hey, you live and you learn, man. There's you know the I Lakers, wanted bro. Kyle Lowry. There are many different Heat fans that did not want Kyle Lowry. So this fourth one is for them. Lakers, they only they only reach for the real stars, man. And then when they lose out, nice. they just deal with whatever's left. Are you saying that's how they got Wesley Matthews? Yeah, Wesley Matthews did his show. They've been doing this for a while. <laughs> Andre Drummond. I'm about to love Dennis right Schroeder. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Nice. Dennis literally lost like 60 million, bro. <laughs> right there. Right <laughs> the like, if you really want to look at it, bro, like, he really went from like $90 million player, $100 million nice. player to like a 40. 40 over four. <laughs> like, bro, his contract, he's going to be so mad, bro. 
he's definitely they're not, they're not gonna keep like, him they're not gonna he, keep him he, he's gone like, yeah he's gone he's gone for sure he should enjoy himself he should enjoy himself as uh the new point guard of um uh the cleveland cavaliers man yeah, right, you know what? he needs to go i think uh kuzma needs to go uh kuzma could be right back home nice. in detroit <laughs> you know they they, they 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 need uh you know he could play the two guard because he already have so that. many fucking point guards and power forwards out there Kuzma, Kuzma, type of player the Nets give a deal to. We'll prove it, prove it year. I can see. Damn, Kuzma, one of those, one of those like suicide that. bomb deals. Hey, man, suicide am, I, bomb. Am, I, am, I, am I wrong? Am I That's wrong? what they did with Tyler oh. Johnson. They said, "Hey, Tyler Johnson, here's he, fifty mil. Let's see he what happens." Like and then the Heat matched it. Does he not seem like that type of player? Yeah, you get what one year? What you got yeah, some eighteen million? Yeah, a little sum, you know. And then he'll leave after that and go, you know, whatever. But yeah, man. We'll give Kuzma we'll one. What happened? You already, you already know what the Lakers gonna try to do. They gonna try to go get somebody that they really can't. Yeah. Get, and then they gonna give up something nice. too much, and then they regret it in three years when LeBron's gone. All right, we are back. RSP under the Elite Media Group, episode thirty. I am Mark. He is Jeff. He is Chris Mack. Uh huh. We're gonna continue what has been a pretty consistent theme this week with the names of the coaches and some of the names of the players that end up being some of our biggest stories coming out of the first round. Um, we're moving completely on to the second round with what remains in this week, at least games one through four. Nothing will go to a game five by the time you hear from us again. So that will be pretty positive. Will there be an eliminated team by next week's episode? We'll have to see. Uh, I think we're already calling it in one series, but as we're recording right now, the Denver Nuggets are playing the Phoenix Suns, so we won't be able to uh, cover the winner of who ended up winning last night out of that. But I think we've been fairly interested in what is to come from Phoenix. They end up being one of the teams that made the Western Conference just look a little bit different this year. Oh, most definitely, man. <laughs> and that's an understatement, too. Uh they Devin Booker, man, what, what can we say about him? Uh, he's just annihilated the Lakers like almost single-handedly in the last two games of the um series and mm-hmm. and um you know it's just it's just good to see you know that he gets his time you know to be recognized and you know show that his game really can translate to winning basketball and Chris Paul has been an incredible leader you know throughout uh and you know he it, it, in some ways I know for him he feels like he's one step closer you know he's one step closer to getting there and Absolutely. you know, with the team that they have now, like they, there's a chance that they can really could make it. Um, because the the Western Conference is wide open, <clears throat> and you know, with now with LeBron out of the picture, you know, yeah, it it's really is anyone's title. Um, now, do I see anyone from the West winning it if Brooklyn makes it? Not much. I I can't say yeah. they will, but but uh, but yeah, but Phoenix Phoenix chances are like hey, very huge at this time. Devin Booker, right? Yeah, bro. Homie is twenty four years old. He's special, man. Another, another one, another yeah, one yeah, of the reasons yeah. why I'm so stunned that we are here Look, in NBA accounts, bringing up fucking Look. ratings. Look, Devin Booker ones, is twenty four years old. He'll be twenty five in October. I mean, it. He's one of those ones that we feel like. I feel like he's twenty eight. You know, like he just he's been here for a while, but he just hasn't been on a great team. Uh, his team is finally uh, coming together. I think this will be consistent. I think. Phoenix has finally hit that wall. Like they, they got over that wall that kind of, they, they just, you know, yeah. they can never get it together. Never, I feel like now there's consistency as long as everything stays together. Um, 
they'll probably move forward and, and continue. I would they're probably the hottest team in the West right now. Um, you know, I, the Clippers have done pretty well. Uh, Redactors have done pretty well, I should say, if I'm Mark. Well, here's here's well here's the here's the thing here's here's the thing about that here's the thing. Are you ready? You ready to talk about it? Here's the thing about that. I told myself originally, and I told my I just told everybody that listened on RSPN throughout the season, the Redacted do not get their name back until they do what they told the world they were going to do last year, and that's take over the city of Los Angeles, and of course get close to their NBA championship that they talked about. That did not happen last year. But now that the Los Angeles Lakers are gone, they cleared out the Dallas Mavericks in seven games, a series that was pretty much a foregone conclusion up until game three, where Dallas choked a fairly decent lead at home. And the Redacteds are now in the second round of the NBA playoffs. And I said, if the Redacteds pull this off, I will give them their name back because the Lakers are gone. But they have to pull this off. Yeah. Shout they, out. They really have to get into the finals, man. Shout out to Donnie Luch for, for messaging me uh, following that tweet and said, you know what? I could have sworn it was the fact that the Redacteds have to make the NBA finals for them to reach their name back. And I said, you know what? That's a good idea. So what should it be? Should it be the fact that they have their name back now? as they're going up tonight at 10 on TNT against the Utah Jazz, a Utah Jazz that has had a lot of tongue-in-cheek talk throughout the past week of whether or not they would be entertaining in the conference finals, whether or not they would be entertaining in an NBA finals at all. The Redacteds have an opportunity to calm all of that down. I think a lot of people are interested in a Redacteds Nets finals if it ends up being that or against anybody who comes out of the Eastern Conference because people are just uh, – uh, they just come into watching not only the greatness of Kawhi Leonard, even though the greatness of Kawhi Leonard has also been put on uh, on on a trial through certain fans of certain players throughout the past couple of years since that Toronto series. But they're, all, they're also interested in seeing what Paul George does when it's time to actually step up. Well, I don't I don't want to talk, I don't want to talk about the Clippers. They're so we boring we don't, to me. We don't, I, don't I mean we, I mean we don't we don't necessarily have to. I think at surface level Look, we could probably give props to Ty Lue for being able to what beat Rick saying? Carlisle. What are we saying? The only thing that matters is that Ty Lue performance. That's yeah, that Ty that Ty Lue out coach Rick Carlisle. Ty that is real. Coach, that's real deal. He is a good coach. I think I think it's time to recognize that. Uh, what's up with Carlisle Carl retire? How y'all feel? I feel like he should be just uh, mutually part ways with a mutual handshakes. parting would do. Oh, the hashtag mutual parting. Hey, but yeah. when's the last time he got out the first round? Talk about it. Ten uh, years? A decade? Yes. Talk about it. It's been, it's been about a, a decade. decade. I was and, fresh out of high school. Yeah. Not a lot of people. Not a lot of people talk about the fact that. Well, uh, we're going to talk about it this week, Jeff, because this Saturday no, ends up being uh, June twelfth, two thousand twenty-one. June twelfth, two thousand twenty-one will mark the ten-year anniversary of one of the worst days of my life oh, as a fan of sports. Right, man, yes, um, if not the worst day of my life as a fan of sports. And fortunately for Rick Carlisle, it ends up being. Uh, the part that has kept him his job, I would say, for the past decade. Man, look, and yeah. now that uh, Dallas has missed the first round for what is it, the fourth, the fourth time in the past, in the past what five years, bro? Dang, does that seat does that does that seat get hot with Mark Cuban? 
Well, now, now with Mark Cuban, does 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 Mark Cuban Look, feel like that seat of Rick Carlisle no, is high? But no, but but that's why Chris is correct. Mark Cuban is not gonna fire this dude openly, bro. He's not gonna do it. This that's his that's his man's, bro. You know, you you already see how he is. Mark Cuban looks out for his guys, the white guys. Okay, <laughs> the white guys or the white guys. No, the white guys. Oh, it's the yep. day. There ain't no firing yeah, going on. If there's that. a firing, it is a mutual handshake statue type of situation. You can come back anytime. Situation, be a part of the organization. Situation. That's what Mark Cuban is about when it comes to this. The only person Mark Cuban is going to treat crazy is Porzingis, and that's just because he's trash. Yeah, yeah, and you know he's beefing. Yeah, I feel like there's. Did you see that news? And, Did and, you see and, that and, news with Porzingis? And, hold on, Porzingis isn't American either, so he's gonna treat him like a dog anyway. He yeah, know so. this is this is different. He he's one of them. He's one of them. He's one of them white boys, but it's different. It's different. Yeah, you know, Mark, you've been gonna let that guy go. He ain't, this whole like, I don't even know. Well, matter of fact, so we're on the subject. We're talking about the mask. Rick Carlisle. I think you should let go of that. If not. Actually retire, go to a different yeah. team, maybe try. Yeah. You know, it's, it's been a long time. You're not winning over yeah. there. I respect you. You are an absolute legend. I think everyone knows that. But real quick, this this cat, bro. I cannot believe the man Stapsy. Correct, correct. I cannot oh, believe the words that are being reported <laughs> that he is saying right now, bro. Because okay, and Knicks fans look. feel vindicated. Look, 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 man. Look, wow, he's. He's not good anymore. Okay, he has no motor. He he shows no effort to get a fucking rebound. His knees are shot. He doesn't play defense. He will he'll barely clean up under the under the hoop for you. He's the worst. Like he's wasted. What are what are you seven two seven three four? What what? Why are you? What was the point? What was the point? Of course, what was the point fans, of God giving you this height, bro? Of course. Uh, Things ain't been the same since he got beat up. And where was he? What? what? Uh, across the country. How we go? We're across the country. Was he home? Was he home? Call me Lafayette. Oh yeah, man, that thing is back home. We, we should have saw it then. You know, you, you go got back. to be back, back at the crib. They don't. They don't you love you like that. Your hood, bro. You can't go back to your hood, bro. <laughs> man, you can't go yeah, back to your hood, bro. So, like, you're telling me that you feel some type of way because people are treating you like you're not next to Luca. You're not, bro. Luca's generational, and we all we know that. We already it's it's confirmed. You're ridiculous. The Knicks won the trade. That's as clear as day now. We know that now. Yeah, we know that now. It was it was difficult to call, but they knew something we didn't know. And it seems like his motor, he just he doesn't have one. You know, he don't got the guts. I feel like if he if he just turned it up a little bit more and not look so lazy and just like he didn't really want to be. It's like, bro, you play for the Mavs. You play with Luca. If you if you're unable to up your game playing with such a talented kid like Luka Doncic, you don't deserve to be playing with him. And that, that's really how I feel. And I feel that way about um, Devin Booker, you know, John Moran, yeah. guys who play with high motor, you know what I'm saying, Trey Young, guys that you can just, you can feel it. You can see it. You, you, you could tell, uh, Chris, you said it earlier, guys want to, they want to play for Trey. Trey want to play for his guys. Luka, you think, I don't, I mean, Luka has that vibe. Like, you know, yeah. hey, you think I'm going to turn down $200 million contract? What do you say? What do you think the answer is? Of course, I'm gonna take the deal. That's my deal. I, that's my money. Obviously, this is my team. But you play next to this man, you have an opportunity to be, you know, uh, literally the second option. Like this yeah. could be you with him. Why would you not take advantage of that situation? Don't whine about it. Especially don't whine about it after you choked. That just makes it look ten times worse. Luca's not hitting the media like. I mean, you know, he lost. He's been a professional for a long time. To be fair, mm-hmm. but. 
He knows what it feels like to win big ones and lose big ones. He'll be fine. Luka will get one. I mean, he's going to be an MVP in this league. I think he'll win a finals. I don't know if it's going to be with the Mavs, whatever. But I'm just saying he will, he'll get his. Well, I think the, the main people that are doing negative things right now are the people that are very interested from a fan perspective of the of the trade between Luka Doncic and Trey Young. Because a lot of Hawks fans are, are reminding many people that this trade hey, that was reported as blown by the Atlanta Hawks very, very early, just based on yeah. seeing what Luka Doncic was doing, is now yeah, under a different out. type of set of eyes because Luka Doncic cannot out. make the second round, whereas Trey Young is well, not, not even okay. surprising everybody, but is, is you, you, stunning. Look, 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 but, right you, but no, you know what it is. Um, you know, folks are still going to say it's just because it's the Eastern Conference that <laughs> it's, it's not truly that validated. You know, you know, Luke could do the same thing over there while he had to face, you know, Los Angeles for the yeah. first two years in his playoff run. Yeah. But he, he nearly beat them this year, closer than the last time. You know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not really with all the like the whole I, the jokes are funny. Uh, Twitter is funny. Twitter yeah, is funny. But, like, but, I'm cool with you, that. But. It was a good they're, trade for both, both parties. They're both generational, man. They're both yeah, like, original it, talents. It, it worked out. I, honestly, I think Atlanta was perfect for Trey. So be it. You know, I'm not saying that Trey wouldn't have dominated in Dallas and Luka wouldn't have dominated in Atlanta. I'm just saying, like, it just worked out. It's it cool. Worked. Like, they'll, they'll probably meet each other in a big situation down the, down the line. You know, it just, it's just the way the cookie crumbled. Now, obviously, you know, one is a brother and one is from yeah. Spain. Yeah. But, you know. <laughs> It's cool. Like I, lo- I love Luca, bro. I don't, I don't understand how you can dislike him. He's, honestly, he's I don't. He's not like an asshole or anything. So I don't know how you could like not like the kid. Same with Trey. Like Trey is just yeah. fun to watch. The hair stuff is funny, but like he's a dog, bro. You know, yeah, so they're, like they're both, they're both great feelings, man. Oh god, you know, man, even though, just... even though a lot of the media doesn't treat Luca as such, but he plays that role just as well as Trey does. Yeah, and and Trey's just phenomenal in it. And I, they, you know, a part of me really hopes that you know they can somehow, some way, get through Philly, and then he could go and face Brooklyn, and, mm-hmm. and he could still, you know, show that dominance in New York again. But, uh, but yeah, man, the future's bright. Uh, as far as with, with Luca's concerned with Dallas, um, yeah, he needs to start, you know, using his influence to make some changes here with that organization. Uh, because yeah, Porzingis is not giving him shit. Like, no, he, no, that he, needs to go. You know, all that ego, it doesn't match the talent. You know, it makes no sense. And, you know, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's a situation with his brothers, you know, being, you know, part of his you know agency and, you know, running around causing issues. But, yeah, uh, it's clear that these two do not see eye to eye. And it's been brought up before earlier in the season. Uh, yeah, it's time to try to find a way to make part with him and, um, and how, how could you restructure wanna... the team. Yeah, bro. How could you not want to like figure that out though? Well, I, I don't know. I'm not. A, I'm not a. I'm not a pro athlete. I just know if I'm playing with somebody, and I and he has to be able to take his own like ego goggles off and be like, wait a minute. All right, bro. His agent, publicist, mom, girlfriend, somebody, bro. Like, yo, you're playing with Luca, and you could play with him for a long time, and you guys could win a lot of things if you if you really just grind. And, and he's too busy worrying about how the league treats him or fans treat him like well although i think although the mavs president donnie nelson has said that a lot of the luca and chris stapp stuff has been overblown i think it's felt a little bit different from a portland perspective of what people have wanted to see because nba fans have been very invested not only in the campaign to free damian lillard out of portland but also to see what happens from 
Dame's vocal perspective, if he ends up wanting to stay in Portland, we've talked multiple seasons of what it is going to be and what we expect to hear just from our own minds. If Damian Lillard continues this dedication within the Portland Trailblazers and continues to stay, but wants to continue to add better players at this point in time, better coaching, because now Portland has, um, release Terry Stotts and NBA fans want to see whether or not this ends up making a change for the better for Portland. Because again, this is a trailblazers that has made the Western conference finals within the past few years. And it didn't really do much because the golden state warriors steamrolled and went to the NBA finals uh, because of that. So as we see a performance as huge as Damian Lillard had in game five against Denver. So much so that Austin Rivers was praying to the Lord that he prays to that Lillard did not drop 70 in a playoff game. It ends up falling into the conversation of just incredible playoff games in losses because the trailblazers are now gone. We saw a little bit of rifts that came that, 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 that Lillard might be interested in the, job of of, of Jason Kidd being the head coach. There was a quote that came from LaMarcus Aldridge last week that said, I wish I took the time to have more of a relationship with Lillard in my time there. So there are eyes that are on Portland right now, and so much so now that Stotts is gone and there is a head coaching job that might be interesting out there in Portland. But from a Damian Lillard perspective, I feel like it's been appreciated a lot more than what Luka has done within these past couple of years. But that comes with the fact that Lillard has done so much to raise his own stock uh since a lot of the noise has ended up being more for him to leave Portland in general. Oh man, yeah. Dame, look Dame, I I've respected you for a long time. I still do. Um I know the whole I went in here, I'm staying here, I'm loyal. Look, bro. It's okay, bro. None of us are going <laughs> to hey, none of us none of us are going to like tweak on you for asking for the trade. None of us. There's going to be some we, corny people that do. Yeah, 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 but but no. but a majority of us will respect it. That's all I'm trying to say. And, and teams are still looking to get that contract too. Like he, he he's getting over, like, I believe, one hundred seventy-one million bro. over the next four Who, years. Who's not taking that deal to get him? And they're still are like because he's still in the prime of his career. Lakers and, will figure it out. Yeah, the Lakers will. They will. They they're willing to ship out half the team to bring Absolutely. in name and restructure it again. And, and the other veterans that are free agents will be willing to take minimum deals. You know, just to see if they can get a title that year. Because they bought into that formula already, and you know, Dame, Dame, Damian is just going to be uh, highly sought after, despite the fact that he does have a whole lot of power and influence um, in the Blazers' um, organization. Yeah, and, he should use it. You know, he's already trying to see. You know, he get you know a new coach in, but his number one option, uh, Jason Kidd, he decided to pull out, and I'm glad that he did because I wouldn't want that for Dame in Portland fans because they will suffer for another decade (laughs) why would you do that to yourself like that that's also shows also goes to show that some players are just not fit to be front office you know um role player you know role organizers or um administrators because Mm -hmm. uh, i couldn't see them in a general manager role dame does not know what the fuck he's doing when it comes to that uh trying to choose a coach like him Per the Associated Press, the Trailblazers are compiling a list of possible candidates to replace coach Terry Stotts. General Manager Neil Alshi 
said Monday, adding that he hopes to start virtual interviews this week. So there is a chance that we could see who ends up replacing Terry Stotts um, of his nine year coaching career out in Portland this week. But hopefully it is it, it creates a positive aspect for Damian Lillard to want to stay in the Blazers a whole lot much longer. But in an opposite way, almost, as we talked about the opposites between uh, between Dallas and Portland, the complete difference of confusion that has had that happened in Boston last week comes from the fact that Danny Ainge has stepped down. I celebrated. A lot of teams on the Eastern Conference celebrated. Uh, I was more interested in the fact that or I was more interested in the idea of where Celtics fans heads were because Brad Stevens has been on an interesting journey documented from media, from fans perspective for the past couple of years. I saw what Ian Begley and Trevor Trout ended up talking about. Shout out to Trev. He and Ian shout out to Ian as well. They talked about what had happened with Brad Stevens this season, and it almost came into an area where Brad Stevens was going to get hit with that hashtag mutually part. That's even before he ended up getting the coaching. That's before he even ended up getting the coaching um, uh, 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 offer from that college, and it ended up not happening. Now he's in the head office where Danny Ainge stays, and now Boston also needs a new head coach. But... Chris, you had mentioned the fact that Boston is looking at two names that right now would help a whole lot of their uh, diversity issues that they might have out in Portland. But it might not even work so well just based on the two names he provided. Bark Jackson and Lloyd Pierce. Like, for all intents and purposes, I really hope that Lloyd Pierce gets the job for Boston just so that Celtics fans can suffer for another five years and that Jalen Brown can find a way to come to Atlanta and come home and, you know, prosper, you know, because Mm -hmm. those choices are not good choices. I'm sorry. Like it it really, they do clear give away. Like they're like a smoke screen in some way uh, before, you know, Brad tried to bring in one of his boys or another coach from um, maybe from Nick nurse's staff. But if they really wanted to, uh, see you know you know seek the benefits of trying to bring in more diversity into their coaching staff Kara Lawson's right there you know they have a golden opportunity to uh, bring her in as the first black female NBA coach uh I shudder to think what Boston right fans would I shudder to think what <laughs> Boston fans would do with that I, but I feel like that would be too extreme too uh in some ways because that 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 is definitely leaning towards more of you know uh, a pandering PR move as opposed to, you know, trying to make, you know, the right basketball move. And do you think that they go that, big name? Do you think they go, yeah, let's go big name, let's go Mark Jackson? That won't help. But if they want to do that, <laughs> you know, they, you know, they, I, they, they have my wishes for them to do that because that just means that, that the Celtics are going to be awful. And Jason Tatum is going to have to shoot 30 shots a night to keep them, you know, at bay. And, you know, they he's likely going to be playing guys out of position are in positions that they should no longer be in. And if, if we already know enough, like Jackson should not be coaching at all, you know, while due, with all due respect to take a quote from him, uh, you know, he, I just don't want to see him coach uh, another NBA team, but if that's what the Celtics want to do, great. How does it feel about, how does it feel knowing that Danny Ainge is now, is now out of Boston and more than likely, I don't, it hasn't really been reported what is going to be coming from Ainge in these next 
uh, in his next chapter of his life. But if he stays in the NBA, what does it feel? Um, well, for Ainge, you know, it, it was only a matter of time for you know him to leave uh, Boston, and because you know, with these few years, you know, going through, you know, from the time where he reached success with the original their new big three with Garnett and Pierce and Ray Allen winning an NBA title there, having, you know, consistent playoff success, reaching another finals um, and reaching the Eastern conference finals, you know, and being consistent there until, you know, they made, he decided to organize that trade to take all of Brooklyn's, you know, first round picks Mm -hmm. for, you know, Garnett and Pierce and have this golden treasure chest of riches and, and access assets that um, he was going to be using and holding to develop a championship winning team. And nothing of that came to pass. Everything depreciated. The only picks that really came through for them is Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Yep. But everyone else is just has to pan out uh, again. And the picks now are pretty much worthless at this point because Every time they look like they can have an opportunity to trade for a star to get their team better and to really guarantee their championship hopes, Danny Ainge just seems to be so close, but bulk at the very last minute every single year. And it was only a matter of time before that he, you know, that they were going to run their course. And it also doesn't help the fact that um, he resigned not only after they get destroyed by the debts, but a quote circulating around that an anonymous GM was not really happy with all the the player movement and empowerment that, you know, um, the star, the star athletes have today, you know, deciding their, their fortune and deciding their future. Um, That anonymous GM can shut the fuck up. Yeah. And I'm (laughs) I'm pretty sure they're going to be shutting the fuck up forever now that they're no longer in um, front office, but you know, that may or may not be the case, but yeah, uh, you know, you know, the thing is, Brad Stevens didn't get fired. <laughs> yeah, got promoted no. somehow. Yeah, somehow got, promoted. got a W, even while taking an L. I don't know how that shit happened. These we things that, that these these, these things that end up happening in certain circles, but throughout but the other coaches. Is- it's a Celtics tradition. So yes, failing up. upward is for sure a Boston tradition, and it must be nice to have picks. Unfortunately, Miami uh, might not be able to afford it with a lot of picks uh, within these next couple of years. But the point is, we will see what happens with what pans out with the remainder of these uh, coaches and their tenures throughout. Was at what has happened within the first round? We have a lot to watch in the second round, um, and we'll get to the schedules with that with all around the world. But before we do so, let's get to shoutouts for the week um let's do something very brief we'll do this very first uh shout we'll do this very first we'll do this first i should say shout out to coach k officially retiring last week jeff i know you have some uh good words that you'd like to say for coach k go on and uh give some well wishes to coach k jeff n d c nigga don't care (laughs) (laughs) okay i guess that's our i guess that's our coach k K. coverage absolute legend I think yeah, that goes man. without saying. I don't even have to say that. One of the one of the greatest college, you know, basketball coaches of all time. And that's really all I have to say, bro. You know, I, that's it. No other Duke love that you'd love to show? No, I I, I despise Duke. Yeah, <laughs> fuck off, man. Good riddance. You know, I mean, you can, I mean, hey, great career. 
happy for you, but I don't care either. Um, shout out Sabrina Ionescu for officially joining the boardroom family last week. Boardroom had a very busy week what? last week. They announced the Ionescu joining as well as the Rory and Maul podcast that is going to also be on the way. So for those that are okay. interested in that, shout out to that. Um, shout out to everybody that wasted money Sunday night on the Mayweather <laughs> fights. Shout out to everybody that used crack streams yeah. instead. <clears throat> crack streams yeah, was good. You know no way is. I was putting no money in them, those two idiots' pockets. No. Did did you at least it find interest suck, in, in Chad Johnson garbage. coming back up? You say what now? Did you at least find interest in Chad Johnson taking a huge hit to the face and getting right back up and putting his hand up in the sky? Uh, I, I love Chad. I'm always have love for Chad. I like what he said after the fight because we're li- we live in like a time where you know if you're getting embarrassed on you know national television, like <laughs> what did he say? No, he was just saying like you know like do what you want to do, like try something new. Like if you, if <laughs> oh yeah, works, yeah. If it works, it it does. If it doesn't, it doesn't. At least you try. But you know, I think that's a good message to kids. Chad's a good dude. He was a great player in the in the NFL. Uh, he tried. He got knocked the fuck out. Got back up. Cool. I mean, yeah. He's not a boxer, so <laughs> you know. He you know what else? He he uh, he tried out for a soccer team a few times too. He's a pretty good soccer player too. As far as like you know, I mean, I say pretty good, but you know what I mean. Like he he's 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 put his work in, so he's an athlete. Period. So he wanted to do it. He did it. So shout out, Chad. Uh, shout out to those that are going to have iOS 15 beta on their phones and their iPads this week. The official beta is now out for those that are interested in that. So far, I haven't seen many bugs or anything bad, so I will continue to report on that as well. And of course, shout out to those who pulled up to the WWDC stream, um, on my Twitch on, well, actually yesterday, I should say, um, shout out to this small rumor that we ended up getting for from uh from take two from 2k Mm -hmm. there Mm -hmm. is a rumor that dirk Nowitzki, and it is not it is not lost upon me that i've seen a whole lot of dirk on my television since last week i'm sure that television knows of the anniversary as well dirk Nowitzki may be on a cover of 2k22 not the cover not the standard cover of 2k22 that's normally for the current athletes who's buying that uh, not me. One hundred percent not me. Covers buying that. It might that be correct? a legends cover. Like a legends cover. It might be an international cover. You know how they usually do the international covers. I'm cool. Okay, if it's an international cover, that's cool. I wouldn't mind that. That's fine because it won't be here. It might be a legends <laughs> cover. I would assume that it's a legends cover. I hope not. That's awful. Just like Keep how they did that. Dwayne Wade with the legends cover in 2K. How long ago was that? 18, 19? Bro, I'm not yeah, buying. Yeah, but that was Dwayne Wade though. I'm not buying no. Yeah. no Eighty dollar cover with Dirk on it. Um. Well, the few the few Dallas fans that might need some solace within these next uh, couple of days could know that Dirk Nowitzki is going to be on a cover uh, of Two K. I will not spend my time talking uh, a lot about Dirk Nowitzki this week. I will avoid everything possible to have a good day on Saturday. Uh, Jeff, are we are we are we gonna? You know what we can do, Jeff? You want to talk about? We did. We actually did say that we were going to do a whole episode de- dedicated to the <laughs> the most the biggest interview the biggest post game interview interview known to man are we are we doing yeah. that on saturday i think we should yeah let's do it on saturday okay let's do it let's do it we're gonna break down for the fr- i don't know how many podcasts have done this for the first time ever we are going to break down line by line just like how joe budden did uh eight out of ten by drake a couple of years ago we were going line mm-hmm. by line on the infamous lebron james post game interview Broke ass niggas. That will <laughs> he oh, did not wow. say broke <laughs> ass niggas. He did not, but he might as well have. 
We're gonna do that. We're gonna do that this Saturday. We're going. We're going line by line. We're gonna figure out how this story and the aura that has happened with this post game interview has turned into LeBron James calling the entire world broke and get back to work. Broke as hell. Um, lastly, shout out to Vanessa Bryant taking on Nike. There were a lot of different reports that came out last week on what that contract is and how Vanessa Bryant is fighting it. Um, but we didn't get to talk about the Mamacita reaction with the hoodies and how a lot of people said that things were overpriced. Me personally, I did not think so because a lot of athletes have, have made sure to have it on. Obviously athletes have a lot more money than we do, but, uh, it is a, it's very nice investment. If you'd like to continue, uh, to pay forward towards what Vanessa Bryant is doing, uh, with the foundations that she is working on on behalf of course, her late husband. Um, but that's mainly what, that's, that's mainly what I have. Do we have anything? Do we have anything else to say about about what has happened with Vanessa Bryant and Nike? No, um, they should they should mm-hmm. stand by her wishes. A very odd leak came out last last week on the uh, 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 the leak of Gianna Bryant's shoes. I can't remember if it was a if it was a, a player or someone that had it, uh, and she was very confused on how that shoe ended up even coming out because her daughters had not seen it, she had not seen it. And I think that's just going to continue with the relationship between uh, Vanessa and Nike. So we'll continue uh, to monitor that. But let's get to what's going on with these wow. games this weekend all around the world. After being vaccinated, safely, possibly, first get the shot. All right, tonight we talked about it already. 7.30 tonight on TNT, the first of your doubleheader between the Atlanta Hawks and the Philadelphia 76ers. Game two will be 7.30 on TNT out in Philadelphia. We'll see if Philadelphia can tie this up or if Atlanta goes up 2-0. I'm sure the jokes will continue to rock either way. Followed by the 10 p.m. game of the Redacteds and the Utah Jazz out in Salt Lake City to start their game one. That will be 10 o'clock tonight on TNT. Tomorrow night, very easy. One game, game two between the Phoenix Suns and the Denver Nuggets. That's at 9.30, very late for those that are in the Eastern Conference. I mean, in the Eastern Standard Time. Uh, That is 9.30 on TNT out in Phoenix. Thursday, you have two games that are on schedule. And Friday, you have two games that are on schedule. Both of those days will all be featured on ESPN. 7.30 on Thursday, you have Game 3 of Brooklyn Nets and the Milwaukee Bucks. They will be out in Milwaukee. And that will be followed by the Redacteds and the Jazz for Game 2 of their series at 10 out in Utah. 7.30 on Friday, you'll have Game 3 of the Sixers and the Atlanta Hawks as they make their way to Atlanta. And at 10, you'll have Game 3 of the Suns and the Nuggets out in in Denver. Saturday is one easy game. ABC 8:30, game 3 of the Utah Jazz and the Redacteds out in Los Angeles at the Staples Center on ABC. Sunday to wrap it up, two games that are televised. One being a little bit earlier in the afternoon on ABC at 3 o'clock between the Brooklyn Nets and the Milwaukee Bucks. Game 4 will be at Milwaukee Sunday at three o'clock. Will that be the end of the series? Who knows? We might have an eliminated team by the time you hear us again, but we'll have to see. Uh, that will be a little bit later. Well, earlier in the afternoon, and that'll be followed by the Suns and the Nuggets at game four, four game four at eight on TNT. And that will wrap up your schedule in the NBA. For the WNBA. Go Liberty. Are you committing to the, to the are you committed? Are you committing to the New York Liberty right now? 
They're on a they're on a de- they're on a decent losing streak right now. I don't know if it's the yeah, safest yeah, yeah. To, to to commit I mean, to the yeah. to the Liberty not, right it's now. Not, it, look, it's not it's this not about guy, streaks. It's not about winning streaks, losing streaks. It's, I'm not. I don't know yet. I want to watch this season like I have been, and I'll make a, I'll make a proper decision. I've seen Cam Beige laughing at girls as he's doing post ups, so I know the Aces she, are about she, to get crazy. The Mystics, man. <laughs> I watched that game and uh, Cam Beige. Yeah, she she's she's a superstar. Bro, I like. Yeah, I different. don't understand yeah, how the WBA is not taking full advantage of marketing her to the absolute height. Like she should be on commercials. They, they, she should they're be figuring it out, man. Yeah, they, you know, you know. I think, I think, know. I think it's, I think it's getting better. Um, yeah, how, how she's not in Space Jam, I don't know, bro. Well, the is about to, Well, the neck is about to be in Space Jam, but her and of course her sister Shanae, uh, Shanae are not going to be for the los angeles sparks we're not going to be playing for the los angeles sparks for a decent amount of time candace park was also out diana tarasi's almost out so there's a big a of chunk of names that end up being out in the WNBA as of right now but we're still getting good basketball so tonight the minnesota Lynx play the washington mystics at seven on twitter and nbc sports that is followed by the dallas wings facing the phoenix mercury out at 10 on the cbs sports network as i just brought up diana tarasi being missing from the Phoenix Mercury, Skylar Diggins-Smith is continuing to do very well to keep them afloat and atop. Oh, well, not even atop because the Aces are atop of the power rankings right now, but still in the conversation of the better WNBA teams that are playing right now. Tomorrow night, you have the Seattle Storm facing the Atlanta Dream. That's at seven. That's followed by the Indiana Fever facing the Chicago Sky out at eight we'll continue to watch what is happening with candace parker's injury and once she returns thursday only one game between the sparks and the mystics that is at seven on the cbs sports network friday you'll have two games between the seattle storm and the atlanta dream at eight on the cbs sports network followed by the dallas wings and the phoenix mercury at 10 saturday you'll have two games that are on schedule between the chicago sky and the indiana fever that's at 1 p.m on amazon prime and that will follow up with later in the night between the L.A. Sparks and the Minnesota Lynx at 8 on Valley Sports North. And to close it off for this week in the WNBA, four games will be on schedule on Sunday. At 2 p.m., they'll kick it off between the Seattle Storm and the very hot or the continuously hot Connecticut Sun at 2 p.m. on Facebook. The Washington Mystics will face the Atlanta Dream at 3.30 on NBA TV in Valley Sports South. The Dallas Wings face the Las Vegas Aces at 6, and the New York Liberty play the Phoenix Mercury at 6, also on Valley Sports Arizona. And that is your week in the WNBA. Should be a good list of games right there, man. I'm actually looking forward to uh, the Mystics and Dream um, this weekend, you know, because, again, that's like, uh, my home team against well, a team that I'm going to be able to watch while I'm here. Mm-hmm. So I might try to see if I can make time for that if they're, um, you know, allowing the attendance and see if I can go to the game there. At rappers are actors to make sure that you can link with Chris Mack yes, on yes, Twitter, yes. of course. Chris, appreciate you coming on once again. You are one Thanks, of the more man. storied members of the RSPN alumni. Um, yes, we had a lot yes. to talk about this week. Hope, can, hope Atlanta continues to feel like a very nice uh basketball haven as of right now i'm as much as i wished for atlanta's demise for them to just drop so that the heat can play the knicks <laughs> i'm interested to see where they take this hey man i i feel like they're going to um take a lead of the southeast division for quite some time my man so we gonna i mean we don't gotta go i mean we don't gotta go that far i'm just saying bro like you know you know, you know, Jimmy don't have that much time left, man. You whoa, know, whoa, hey, whoa, you know, whoa. Hey, hey, 
Don't hey, gotta man, do I'm Pat. Just, Come just on, Pat. You, bro, you know, Pat Riley's already said the two names that I need to hear in this week's in this exit conference this week, and they're the two names that everybody should know. But you know, I mean, you know, there, there could be names that are also added at certain points in time. I have to I have to discuss I'm, that. I have to discuss that well, at, at later well, time. If, if, if that means Tyler Hero going away, then hey, man, you know, what's best he worth now? Though? What's he worth? Oh, I forgot. Shout out to Tyler Hero. Katia's pregnant. Oh, man. Ooh. I forgot. Oh, man. Congratulations, Tyler. We'll see you guys next week. RSPN Season 4, Episode 31. Why are you cutting this off so early? Stop. <laughs> Don't cut it. We're done.